is a big day. It is, I think, the day we'll probably get a result in the first test mm. against the Proteas. It is uh, day four. Uh, John Bracewell, part of our SENZ commentary team, uh, former Black Cap spinner, batsman as well, joins us. Uh, good morning, John. How are you doing? Yeah, very good, thank you. It's a story, mate. Uh, what's your feeling? Are you, are you thinking you're going to get to the ground and hear a declaration before play starts, or do you think mm. the, the Black Caps might have a bit more of a dig? Well, it just depends. I'm just looking out the window now, and it's a very cloudy day. Uh, it's high cloud. It happened the same thing yesterday, and it burnt off. But if that mm. cloud stays in, the New Zealand side might go, oh, we might have a little bowl and see if the swing comes in. Um, with uh, Tim Southey as the captain uh, taking advantage of his his right um, to have a, have a bowl if he likes. So uh, it's up in the air. There was a strong hint from um, from Gary Stead last night in, in his final summary of the day that they may actually bat on for a little bit, and that would be psychological more than anything, sending the batters out, uh, spend a little bit more time in the sun, having runs scored against them, keep looking up at the scoreboard at the mammoth total they've got to try and chase down. <laughs> and with two days, it's not about uh, being able to survive uh, in that time with the wicket starting to deteriorate and take spin. So everything's falling in the hands of, of, of New Zealand exactly how they wanted it to play out, and it has done so. Yeah, is it going to continue to break up the pitch? You see it being becoming more of a challenge, John, for, for the Proteas? Well, there's, there's two ends um, to, to, mm. to the surface. One is one that's been scratched up quite a bit. So it's offering Mitchell Satner in particular some, uh, uh, some spin and bounce. The other end is showing signs of cracking, which is um, the railway end, uh, so the end going south, basically. Um, now, that, that's showing signs of cracking, and, 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 and that's sort of wear and tear. So... The more times they're using the heavy roller, and Gary Stead also alluded to this earlier in the test, the more times we can see the heavy roller taking its effect, it will become an an accumulation of effects that will wear and tear that wicket on the last two days in particular, where you'll start to get that up and down bounce. And that will bring somebody like Jamison into into contention for wicket taking, because everybody's looking to play him off the back foot. They tend to look to, for the ball to bounce, but also it can stay down and that will trap you in front of the LBWs and bowls. John, what about um, AJS Patel? I know this is always going to get asked, but you know we talked about previously mm. our pitches don't necessarily suit an out-and-out spinner uh, for tests. Well, that's what we get told anyway. But looking at this, this pitch looks like it was green to start with. It's been good to bat on, and now it's breaking up. It looks like it's a pitch that's got a little bit of something for everybody. Are we changing the way we're preparing our pitches, and that does that mean we should change the way we select our teams? No, this is uniquely um, Mount Maunganui, and one of the reasons for that is Mount Maunganui is a sand pit. Basically, it's um, you know it's a sandbar, uh, quite quite. So you you got the sandbar that goes all the way down to the mount, and there you've got the, the the mount sticks up. That's the only rock on the place. The rest of it is sand, and you get the and you get the um, the coastal winds that dry it out very very quickly, as as compared to the other uh, the other grounds that we've got. Uh, let's go uh, Christchurch, surrounded by lush trees, keeps the moisture in all the time, very conducive to swing. 
um, on, on, on solid clay, even though it's a sand surface. You've got Eden Park in the central of, of the country. You've got um, uh, Seddon Park. It's also surrounded by trees, quite a distance from the sea. Um, so, you, you know, that's more conducive. Uh, same again for the basin, surrounded by rocks and buildings and things like that. So this is the only one that's uniquely designed uh, that gives us some different variety than every other ground in New Zealand. Um, where the wind comes across, it dries very quickly, it's always a little bit slower than the other surfaces, no matter how much water or, or, or grass they grow on it, and it dries very, very quickly, so it changes. I, I think it's the best surface for um, variety in New Zealand than any other, but the only problem is it's a bit slow. And the groundsmen are puzzling over how do we quicken it up, and it's very frustrating for them as well because that's what they want. They want the ball to kiss through, carry, but as it breaks up, they want it to take turn, which would make it an ideal test wicket. Oh, one of the biggest, the big headlines of this test match has been Kane Williamson. He's recorded his second century within three days, 118, 109 yesterday, mate. What did you make of his performance? Has that settled the debate you know, we love having a debate about who's the greatest of all time. Is Kane Williamson sitting upon that throne? Yeah, he's the goat. He's the goat yeah. of batters for New Zealand cricket. Yeah. He's, he's now a living legend. Mm. He's, he's in that status. And if you if you if you had the opportunity to witness that innings, so he started mm. the the that that session on um, on nine. He ended up with a hundred and nine. He scored a hundred in a session without kind of blinking an eye. Now, most people who score 100 in the session, you go, God, that was brutal. His was all about touch and class and, 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 and guile, finesse, um, manipulating the field, pushing it around, almost teasing them. Uh, it was just a class act of, of, of poise and balance and, 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 and cricket thinking. It was a master class. Uh, and to score at a rate of, of, of 100 runs in a session when no one's actually really got anywhere near three and over throughout the match was also phenomenal. Um, so it was, just, it was just one of those things to witness that you very, very rarely see, um, but as a purist, you, you, you constantly admire. Where do you think he's operating at, um, John, in terms of his body? It was only like six months ago he was coming back from a major knee injury that could have potentially put him out for a very long time. Where, where do you think he's operating at, and what's the ceiling from? He's played 97 test matches. You look at the top of the list of run scorers in the world, Sachin Tendulkar played 200. That is a very long time, a very long career. Could you see something like that, potentially? Yeah, you know, you know Sachin, um I think bought his school books on this on the tour of New Zealand and <laughs> when he play, played us, he's doing he's he's doing his um, GCSEs or whatever the equivalent is in India. It's at, at the time that Richard Hadley's running in and bowling to him. I think he scored ninety eight in in, um, in Napier or something like that. Got close to being the youngest person to ever score a Test century. Um, but um, yeah, Kane's in a. a it's a different world, isn't it? You know, with the franchise world and you're balancing those sorts of things, you're, you're securing your future, um, your family's future, all these sorts of things. Um, you know, he's taken some time out of the game, not just through injury in regards, because 
just the captaincy, which wears and tears on you. Um, you know, the length of time you've got to think. In all honesty, I don't think that's kind of stopped with him. I think that's just part of who he is. Uh, I think he constantly thinks through the game. If you had seen the number of times that he actually almost talked Ravindra down uh, when he was getting a little bit anxious by finding the field constantly, yeah. he was going down there between balls almost, um, not just between overs. So I, I don't think his brain's ever going to stop. I think he's just one of those guys. But it's just about how you manage it. And I think uh, Gary Stead, uh, I, I think he's been very canny about how he's managed his players in, the, in this in this environment, um, in and around how uh, to make them successful as individuals, but not having it affect New Zealand cricket um, success in, in, in the long term. And, and obviously the most obvious thing is that you know South Africa have struggled to answer that problem by sending this side here um, while all their, their, their international players are actually playing domestic uh, 2020 cricket. Mm. The reason for that is financially they need to survive as a country or otherwise there won't be any cricket. Uh, but the harsh reality is, um, you know, they're going to get a spanking. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that's, the, that's the harsh reality of international sport. Um, yeah. So you, you expose yourself to a hiding and ridicule. Uh, and the punishments that come along with that. But getting back to Kane Williamson, he's, you know, one of the things about having a, a major knee operation is that you tend to, you tend to um, uh, try and hide it. Uh, so you protect it a little bit. And the moment you start protecting it, either your calf or your hamstring start to take on that strain. And we've already seen that he's had a bit of a hamstring pull not so long ago in the, in the, in the one day and then took an extra game off there. So that's going to be about managing that and managing his career um, over, over the next few years, I would imagine, um, so he actually can succeed at all the things that he wants to succeed. And he's also as, oft, as available to New Zealand as often as we obviously require him. Hell of a juggling act, didn't it? Yeah, is it what, mate? Is it what? <laughs> now, I, I understand, uh, John, that you must have a, a Driving Miss Daisy franchise because you've uh, been nominated to drive Smithy and Coney everywhere, and, and I believe that you might need to, to leave us <laughs> soon so you can get them to the ground. Is that true? Yeah, they, they like to have a bit breakfast, those boys. <laughs> <laughs> You tell Smithy to watch it, all right? Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if Jeremy's eating all of it, and every time he looks away, his plate's a little smaller. <laughs> Don't do a karaoke on him. <laughs> oh, John, thanks very much for coming on this yeah. morning, mate. We'll let, we'll, let, we'll let you get to those to that crew. Have a great day on the call again today. Look forward to hearing you. Cheers, okay, John. fellas. Thank you very much for ringing. Cheers. 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 There you go, John Bracewell with us. Yeah, I, I, I talked to Mitchell Scott, who's the producer, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, you can have braces, but he's got to be gone by quarter past because he's driving Smithy and Coney. <laughs> oh, so what? They can wait five minutes. <laughs> driving Miss Daisy. Oh, I thought, what's he leading me into here? But no, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. You'll not, be, you'll not be late for those boys. Um, but mate, great conversation about um, Kane Williamson and, and this underwhelming protest. So you, you'd have to say, ideally, you go out there, you put another 50 on, potentially, and then you go in. You, you need under a day, I reckon, to roll this team. The pitch is getting more difficult, is mm. breaking up. 
Mitchell Santner's going to have a an influence. If it is overcast, you know, Matt Henry, Robbie's hoping, goes out there and gets a couple of wickets. And then you've got Tim Southey, Kyle Jamison. Um, yeah, so I think this will be wrapped up in, in a day, really, in the next couple of couple of sessions. Um, but I think the case for, for the next game, because we haven't won a series, Ricardo, mm. against the Proteas, you just you just got to batten down even more going into this next test. We'll wrap this up. Go to yep. the next test. We've got an opportunity to win this series for the first time ever. Got to put your foot on the throat a bit, eh? Make sure. Does it, it count? Yeah, make sure. Because remember, we played them, was it last summer uh, or the summer before, and beat them quite handily in Christchurch and then lost the next one to them. And it was a bit mm. like, you know, that opportunity was gone. <laughs> the same happened with Bangladesh. Is that in the back of your mind? Is that in the back of your mind? You brought it up. Yeah, we, I think we smoked them in Christchurch and they might have went to Bay Oval or, or other mm. way around. And then we went and got rolled in the second series. One all. Does it count if we beat them 